1: Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, along with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Great to be right back with you for another week, and I want to begin the program right away, right at the very beginning, by giving out the phone number, 215-798-9088, 215 798 Ninety eighty eight and David, I do that because sometimes we get so engaged in conversation and information that I forget to put it out. So I want to put it out right up front just to make sure that listeners, perhaps who are tuning in for the first time, uh, like what they hear and they call with a question.
2: Yeah, and we want people to feel incredibly comfortable to do so. Right our our whole thing is education advocacy. Uh, we're all about a very soft approach. We're not here to try to sell you anything. Most of you that listen to us know on a weekly basis, we never talk about product. We never talk about specific investments. We talk about concepts, right? We talk about what it takes to navigate retirement successfully. And I'll tell you, you know, an interesting story this week, uh, Joe, that really, I think, encapsulated for us what we actually do here. When we sat down with this prospective client and started our process, the Thrive Retirement Roadmap Review, uh, it's a very comprehensive analysis. We talk about Social Security, we talk about Medicare and Medicare surcharge levels, making the right decision so you don't get impacted by that, making the right Social Security decision so you maximize the you know the amount of benefit that you get from that. We do a retirement stress analysis. We we throw the kitchen sink at your retirement. right? Um, what are all the possibilities? What if the stock market has a significant correction during your retirement years? Could it happen more than once? Maybe you know if you're young enough, it could potentially happen three times. What about long-term care issues? Are you prepared for that? Uh, what if you want to go into a continuing care retirement community? Do you have the idea of how that's going to happen? Where do you get the money for it? Now, these things cost money. I start taking money out of my accounts. What's going to be that tax implication? Have I really thought of a strategic plan to distribute out uh, my retirement assets, my cash flow? What ends up being taxable? Um, That's what we do as a complimentary consultation with prospective clients. There's no pressure. There's no obligation. But here's, here's what I wanted to share. What somebody said to me this week was, you know what you helped me with? You helped me realize that my financial plan was not complete, and you know I sat and I kind of mold on that for a little bit. Is that is that the right word? Uh, that was perfect.
3: Mold, mold. pondered,
2: no. pondered. There you go. There we go. Right?
3: M- you molded. That's
2: a college grad. I think you're trying why. to say
3: it over. Maybe I think I molded over. Yeah, yeah this
2: didn't sound right as I was saying. <laughs> I went into <laughs> deep thought. You did. Yeah, I went into deep thought there over that. Um, Karen was right there to correct. Me. Oh, f- yeah. Perfect. Come on. All knowing. Omnipotent. That's me. <laughs> um, yeah, so they said, you know, and, and as I was thinking about it, that was it. What we do is we complete the financial plan so that you have certainty in retirement that everything's gonna be fine. And what I mean by that is most people don't have a retire, a written retirement plan. They know what they're doing with their investments. Like when people retire I ask you know I say it jokingly I said did your employer did they provide you with the you know standard operating procedure of how to retire successfully when to take social security how to avoid medicare which investments do I spend all those types of things everybody looks at me like you know like I got two heads I go no of course they didn't give that to me but I said what would life be like if you knew year by year year by year What you needed to do to make sure, number one, that your assets absolutely lasted throughout your lifetime, you never ran short on money. If you left money, it was done in a very tax-advantaged way to your beneficiaries. And while you were earning money from your investments, you did it in the most tax-efficient way and kept Uncle Sam's hand out of your pocket as best as possible. So what would life be like? And they said, that would complete the plan. That's what I need. That's what's missing from my strategy. Thank you. And we just want to make that, you know, we just want to offer that. So in our show, that's what we talk about. We talk about all those different aspects.
1: You know, so many things go through my mind as I listen to you and I listen to Karen and Brett uh, during this show. I don't know if this is a fair question. I own a home. I'm going to, no mortgage on the property. It's worth a million dollars. I need to sell that home so I can go into either assisted living um, or something like that. The question immediately popped into my mind. Do I have capital gains on that home when I do that? Do I, can I offset taxes when I do that? So those are the questions. I don't know if we'll ever know them. Meaning, and I'm, I'm not being disrespectful anybody. Yeah. I'm just saying, I just don't know if Joe, there's a way for us to know that.
2: We start the conversations that people didn't know they needed to have. And we do that by asking questions you didn't know you needed to ask. It's just that simple, Joe. It's that simple. We don't just come in and cookie cutter it. We want to know. Give us the detail so that we can customize. And plenty of financial advisors say they do that. The challenge is their idea of financial planning is telling you what investment, what asset allocation you know, what stock, what bond, what mutual fund. They don't really talk about all the other moving puzzle pieces at retirement like we do here.
4: So, Brett, what are you going to be covering today? Yeah, last week we talked about some legislation and a study that came out about Roth IRAs. I'm actually going to kind of stay on the same theme and there's something that Congress is mulling over right now called the SECURE Act, which we talked about quite a bit over the last couple of years. But now SECURE Act 2.0 is on the table. So I'm going to go a little bit deep into that and what that means for our, our audience.
3: I'm going to uh, talk about, mainly for women, but protecting your finances during a divorce, something that you don't want to think about, but it happened to a friend of mine, and unfortunately, it's something that you have to deal with at some point, possibly. Yeah, Not in our case, ever. That's right, honey. That's right. I'll never, ever.
1: Brett Secure Act 2.0. Is that good, or is that I mean, bad? You're going to have to find out the next segment there, Joe.
3: Stay tuned.
4: It's all about your perception, so I'm definitely going to
1: talk about that. All right, good stuff today. Lined up here on Roadmap to Retirement, uh, the radio show, ThriveFinancialServices.com uh, is the uh, website. David, I'll come back to you just before we go to the break. Um, something good to share um, uh, with all of our listeners today. I think it's good anyway. So,
2: no, it's, look, we put a lot of time into this. I think we got we have a special gift for our listeners today for a limited time. We've made arrangements for each of you that contacts us to receive a complimentary ebook. It's a 150 page ebook. I mean, you know, it's the easiest way for us to get this information into people's hands, but we have a complimentary copy for each of you. Uh, It's called Reinventing Retirement. Finding purpose in your retirement years. We spent a lot of time on it. It's got a lot of value to it. We've heard nothing but great reviews so far. So, if you, uh, and, and it is as a bonus to it, you're also going to get an audio book tied to it that you can listen to. You can download that as well. So, it's an ebook plus an audio book. And uh, the information is definitely life changing thrivefinancialservices.com, dot com or call us at 215-798-9088 to get that complimentary copy.
1: All right, good stuff. We'll get started on the other side of the break. Brett Elam is on deck. Back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Brett will come right to you. I do want to remind the listeners: thrivefinancialservices.com. dot com hundred and fifty-page ebook. Ebook. It's great stuff. Great information. Reinventing uh, retirement. Knowledge is power. Yes, sir. Knowledge is power. Indeed.
4: So just continuing our theme of just uh, empowering people through education and awareness, and then people that are looking to be led through this whole. Uh this retirement thing, if you will. So last week we spoke about um, a report that came out related to Roth IRAs and possible uh, ramifications related to it and the potential stop of things called like Roth conversions. And those things are out there. So I got actually got a little bit of feedback. So I appreciate people that had uh, called in just to have some dialogue related to that. But continue on that same theme. And we've talked about really over the past two years, this thing called the, Reti- pardon me, the Secure Act that had passed. Now, two things that really came out of the Secure Act, number one, age 70 and a half, in which we had to start taking distributions from our retirement accounts got pushed out to age 72. And to be honest with you, me now doing this, I guess is my 23rd, 24th year. It's probably the biggest change in legislation since I've been in this business, which was somebody passes away and I inherit mom or dad's IRA before I only had to take a little bit of money stretched out over my lifetime. And now that all got compacted within a 10 year time period. Again, when you hear that, what you should hear be like, what did he just say? All you should hear is there's a tax bomb that's going to come. So again, all the reasons that we have to be proactive. So now all of a sudden, Congress has put in front of us something that's called Secure Act 2.0, and I want to talk about what's in there and what we should do related to it. And I think you asked the question in the last segment, is this a good thing or a bad thing? And it's funny, uh, the way some of these articles are written, it's all about your perception because the government is leading you down a path of conventional wisdom again. So we're going to talk about the fight that we need to take. So uh, Secure Act 2.0 was actually passed back in May of 2021 by the House. The Senate did not approve it. Okay. Sounds like a common theme over the past year related to that. So, I want to dig into a little bit about what is in there for our listening audience, some things that may apply to you and, and kind of talking about some proactive steps that we can take related to it. So, a couple different... Uh, uh, categories related to Secure Act 2.0. I'm going to hit the high-level ones. First one is I'm a worker. We get a lot of our clients retired, going to back and work full-time. Um, Secure Act 2.0 for part-time workers being able to contribute into a retirement account, the time frame has now reduced from three years to two. And there's heavy, heavy ammunition right now about more versions of the SECURE Act being passed. Um, one thing that just happened earlier this year is they pulled out, because people are living longer now, is that part of the SECURE Act 2.0, that they're actually starting to pass some merits of the bill on its own, is what they had done, and our listening audience may not be aware of this, they reconfigured the required minimum distribution tables. It's the first time it's happened in a long time. Government has come out and said, well, average life expectancy is gone from age 82 to age 84. And so, they're telling people, and I talked about it just a tiny bit last week, that you now have to take out a little bit less money each and every year just based on that actuarial shift. Okay? So, as we continue um, laws... So, again, what I just shared with you about those tables changing was part of Secure Act 2.0, but because the bill did not pass overall, they actually made those adjustments literally earlier this year, applied for now 2022. So, new tables for 2022. So, we get a lot of do-it-yourselfers. Please know the tables have changed. So, first one is for some of those part-time workers being able to have access uh, to a plan. Another provision that's in there is they've stepped up the ability for catch-up contributions for people ages 62 to 64. So that means if you put money into a 401k, around $20,000 is you have the ability to put in. But people over the age of 50 have the ability to put in more money, um, $6,500. But the, uh, the proposed change is that people that are before the age or of the ages of 62 to 64 will have uh, uh, the ability to contribute up to $10,000 extra. That's the first piece of it. But additionally, is that, and this is a big change, is that all catch up contributions in retirement plans would be subject to Roth tax treatment. Okay, a lot of people were stuffing money away pre tax, but again, c- kind of continuing some of the conversation from last week as well, talking about Roth and the benefits of people, they're actually going to be having people. Forcing them into the Roth treatment on catch up contributions. Okay, again, all things that we need to know, pieces of it, and what does make sense for me. Here's my next one, and Joe, is your question is this a good thing or a bad thing? So, how it's, this is being promoted about Secure Act 2.0 is that the title is called Preserving Income. And there's two things that are under the Preserving Income that I'm going to talk about. The first one is we meet a lot of people that actually have annuities and certain types of annuities in in qualified plans. So current RMD regulations, meaning the money we have to pull out, fail to address monies that have been annuitized in these special type of accounts. Not a lot of people listening audience probably don't have this plan. But again, nevertheless, if you are one of those, be aware of that. It's a good thing that they're going to bring some more clarity to the overall picture related to that. But the one that I'm still having trouble with, under the uh, title of preserving income is that they're, they're continuing the theme of conventional wisdom. So we're very passionate about these things called Roth conversions and who knows how long they're going to last. But now we have age 70 and a half that's gone to age 72 in terms of where we have to start taking our required minimum distributions. Secure Act 2.0, two different bills are on the table right now. One, they're going to automatically make the age of that we start pulling money. From IRAs from seventy two, right up to age seventy five tomorrow. Okay, Um, it's part of the Cardin Portman bill. Two senators that are on the table that are trying to just make it right away to age seventy five. The way the bill was initially rolled out is it'll be phased in. A lot of people are starting to hear about this, but it'll be phased in where if you're this date of birth, it'll go to seventy three. This date of birth seventy four. This date of birth seventy five. Where it's stretched out over almost a decade. I believe what has the most momentum is that age seventy-five right away. The issue with that is you hear that and you're like, that's awesome. I don't have to touch my IRAs for that much longer. But the question when I when I ask people on that on that on that point right there, are you getting closer away? Are you getting closer to death or further away from death from age seventy two to seventy-five? Rhetorical question, you're getting closer to death. So now government has given you now three more years to procrastinate the conversation, to do nothing and be reactive that you haven't taken money out of an IRA. And all you're doing is creating the tax bomb because now you're compressing the number of years in which you're now going to pass away that you can be proactive. And we talked about Secure Act 1.0, got rid of the stretch IRA. So I just met a couple earlier today, $5 million in an IRA. I said, if you two pass away today, your kids have to take out five million dollars. And they're like, Yeah, but our kids, we don't have to worry about our kids. They're already making a lot of money. I go, listen to me. They have to pull out five million dollars out of the IRAs that you're leaving to them on top of their income. At what tax rate? They said a lot higher than where ours are at right now. I go, but you told me you don't want the government to get it. Again, a lot of these rules, people feel good. Because it's like I don't have to pay the taxes. I don't. Have to but it, what it relates to and what it it it, it all brings together is that you're compressing the amount of time to pull that money out, so then the tax bomb becomes bigger when a lot of these rules are coming into play. And again, it's, it's not a good they, thing. Well,
1: that's what they want, right? Well, you, you start wondering. Or direct, directly or directly, indirectly. We're going to pay
4: it back at some point in time. Yeah. yeah. And And now here in February of 22, the national debt is finally getting ready to cross the $30 trillion mark finally. That's not a good thing. And there's a lot of stimulus packages on the table with taxes are going to continue to go up. Here's one that's out there is the savings gap. This is a couple important ones, a part of the Secure Act 2.0, is a lot of kids graduating college today have a lot of student loan debt that they're putting away. This is a big one, is that now there's treatment of student loan payments as elective deferrals Which now mean if I have $1,000 a month of student loan payments, let's say $12,000 a year, because people are trapped with the student loan payments, now employers have the ability to match what would have gone to a 401k, so at least something's going into the 401k plan. That one's an interesting one. That's never been anything like that before. I've talked about the increase in catch up contributions. That's up to the $10,000. But here's a big one, and we've chatted about this quite a bit, and I'm going to chat, and it's probably been a couple years. I was talking with Karen about this uh, before the show. Is that the government is going to direct the IRS to promote something that's what is called the saver's credit? Okay. And I'm going to describe what the saver's credit is. The saver's credit is that if you have certain income and you make a contribution to a retirement plan, 401k, IRA, etc.). Roth, it doesn't matter, is you can actually receive credits that go against your taxes. So here's a perfect example. Clients of ours that have been with us for about five years, high income earners. Okay. They're like, what am I going to do in retirement? And he's like, I'm going back to work at Home Depot. Just get me out of the house. Just going to help people out. And so they made $36,000 last year. Okay. Mrs. She wanted to get out of the house a little bit too, a little bit of volunteer work. So, coupled between the household, $40,000 of income. Okay? They didn't need any other assets. No other income was showing up on the tax return. So, on that, federally, on $40,000 of income, they would have paid $1,130 in federal income taxes. Okay? But what we shared with them because of how the saver's credit works, they're already really not paying any taxes. We said, we want you to go put money into a Roth IRA. they said, yeah, but if I put money into an IRA, I'm going to reduce my income, and I'm going to pay less in taxes. I go, just time out. Let me explain how the saver's credit thing works, okay? is by them each putting away their maximum of $7,000 a year into their Roth IRA. Now, if you're married filing jointly, the maximum saver's credit you can get for the year is $2,000, okay? So what happened was when they put the money into the Roth IRA... It entitled them to the $2,000 credit. So, what that meant was the credit wiped away 100% of their taxes due of the $1,130. We don't talk about it, we haven't talked about it in a little while, but now they're gonna be starting to promote it quite a bit. And every stage in life is a little bit different, and that's why we do what we do, because life changes. And if you're saying, That's interesting, I never qualified for anything like that before, what is a saver's credit? I wanna learn more about it give us a call at 215-798-9088. Again, 215-798-9088. And I want to remind the listening audience, please visit us at thrivefinancialservices.com. An incredible resource. It's a hundred page 150-page ebook. And along with that is the audio book that goes with it as well. Something we're very excited, just empowering our listening audience
1: with more knowledge. Great stuff. Good segment. Man, the amount of information that you know, is staggering bread. Really good stuff. Back in a moment. And thanks for listening today to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, that phone number, 215-798-9088. We give that out just for your convenience. You can also go to thrivefinancialservices.com. Learn and get that free download, Reinventing retirement with an audio version. So if you happen to be, if you consume your information via a podcast or via audio, um, it will work for you as well.
3: Thank you. That's great. So I encourage our listening audience to thrive financial services with an S on the end.com. Just check out our homepage and you can um, request the book through there. Um, I'm going to talk about protecting your finances during divorce, more geared towards women. And it's an unfortunate topic to discuss, but it does happen. I had a friend who went through this, and it was not a good one, and it took years and years. But you don't want to be blindsided. Um Going through a divorce, it can be a very emotional and difficult situation to navigate, and it can leave you financially vulnerable as well. And especially, which I've been trying to uh, drive this point home, as a couple, you need to understand every aspect of your finances, and that includes your retirement plans. Um, if, you cons- if you're considering a divorce or you're in the process of one, it's important to focus on your finances and what you need to do to protect yourself before your divorce is finalized. Any mistakes made during this critical time can have long-lasting financial consequences. Once a divorce is initiated, some of the more complicated decisions involve the division of retirement plan assets. Retirement benefits are not automatically split during a divorce, just like other marital assets. A divorce court judge or an agreement between you and your spouse divides the benefits. So what am I saying here? Get all the information you need early on. And the information that I'm reading from today, um, I frequently... um, There's a uh, institute uh, called WISER, the Women's Institute for a Secure Retirement, wiserwomen.org, and they have a lot of helpful information on their website. So, uh, As I'm speaking about this today, if you want to go to that website as well to get more information on this, you can. But it's really, really important. You want to get all the information you need early on. Retirement benefits, they come, right? They are um, employer-provided plans, so pension plans, 401Ks deferred compensation plans, 403Bs, military plan benefits. All of these are just examples of retirement plans. And you want to be clear on this point. You need to have all the information about your spouse's retirement benefits before you divorce. It is nearly impossible to go back to court and ask for a share of your ex-spouse's benefit once you learn about that fact. I was not aware of that. Not something that I'm absolutely ever considering, but it's good information to know.
1: You know, are we, or if you're going through that, relying on the attorney who's handling your divorce to cover all that? Now, I don't know how many, I don't know if attorneys actually even cover that So,
3: I dived into this, and there are a lot of specialists in this area, Um, but funny that you should say that, because in this article from Wiser Women... There's, they have another article and a footnote, and it says uh, a note of caution: Don't leave everything to your lawyer. If you have questions about your pension rights at divorce, be sure to get the answers you need before your divorce is final. Even even if you have to be the one to collect some of the information, it may be get get frustrating at time, but be persistent. It's well worth it to learn more. Th- they actually have a fact sheet of the twelve mistakes lawyers make preparing. Pension orders during a divorce. Pensions are very tricky uh, during a divorce. And once you can't wait to, um, you know, maybe you're in your late 50s or 60s and then your spouse retires and gets their pension. If you don't get this, what's called a qualified domestic relations order, which it will spell out what is to be done with that pension, if you don't do it beforehand, then it, that's money that's off the table for you and your future. And it's just important. You've been married for many years. Maybe you were taking care of the children, so you weren't working. So you were a team, and this is something that you should be able to as well. Because a lot of women, unfortunately, end up living in poverty and retirement. And statistically speaking, it's women more than men for many reasons. But um, here's just some uh, key questions you need to ask before your divorce is finalized. And again, this is is from the uh, Women's Institute for Secure Retirement. Uh, Does your spouse have more than one pension or retirement plan from his or her current previous job? Has your spouse worked long enough to earn a legal right to a pension? Do you know how much your spouse has earned or accrued in pension benefits under each plan? Do you need number 4? Do you need to have the benefit valued? They're talking about pension values here. Number 5. Do you know what information needs to be in the court order or decree or property settlement before the pension plan will pay the benefits directly to you? Number 6. Does the order clearly specify what amount is to be paid for you, to you? And number seven, does the court order provide for survivor benefits so that your benefits can continue if your ex-spouse should die first? So traditional company pension plans traditionally provide for a survivor benefit when you're married. Uh, it it can be different percentages. On average, most time people pick 50% of the amount the spouse was supposed to receive. But ex-spouses can receive these benefits, but they must be specifically included in the order or the benefits may stop when the ex-spouse dies. And another piece of information, remember, there are guidelines or rules with Social Security, but if you've been married over 10 years and you are divorced and not remarried, you are still able to collect your spousal benefit on Social Security. If Even if you've never worked a day in your life, you have to accrue so many credits to get Social Security income.
1: Yeah, I don't know what the answer is on on stages of life when people do uh, get divorced. My first marriage ended when I was very, very young. But if your marriage is ending when you're... Let's just say hypothetically, on the doorstep of retirement, mm-hmm. that's tricky.
3: It's tricky emotionally, and it's tricky financially. Yeah. So you really need to be your own advocate, and you really need to understand what's going on before this happens. I can't stress enough how you need to take um, you need to take interest in your finances as well as retirement. I think it's interesting. Other people might not find it so interesting,
1: but yes, you definitely well, need to it's, it. May, it's definitely necessary. Yes. Definitely necessary um, to learn and to ask those questions. Right. And
3: it's something that I've seen personally, I've seen in the business, people coming back in, unfortunately, women coming in saying things didn't go so well. So, um, but, uh, you know, check out our website, thrivefinancialservices.com. Give us a call. 215 798 9088. If you want to check out what workshops we have coming up, you can check that information out as well and register for them on our website.
1: All right, good stuff from Karen Bazaar today and always every week here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. Again, 215 798 9088. David Bazar is on deck. David, what do you have coming up on the other side of the break? We're going to be We're going to be talking about investments and the markets and all that good stuff that's happening. All right. Good stuff. Again, Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. And if you want to download Reinventing Retirement, go to thrivefinancialservices.com. It's an e-book. It's 150 pages. It has an audio version to it. And I'd say it's a must back in a moment. And back here on Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show with David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. We thank you so much uh, for tuning in and being with us on this journey, the Roadmap to Retirement. David, all yours, sir.
2: So I wanted to talk, um, you know, when I give uh, seminars, you know, when we talk about how to prepare yourself for possible tax storm in retirement? When we talk about longevity, we bring up this concept of there's four major headwinds that we're facing in retirement, and you know, unfortunately, timing is everything. Um, we've had really good runs in the stock market. We've had very, very low interest rates. We've had incredibly low inflation. You know, for a lot of years and then all of a sudden things are changing very rapidly. So these four headwinds that we're dealing with right now that want we'll to make people aware of is number one we got inflation. And I, I probably, you know, not news to anybody. Go to the, you know, go to the uh, the gas pump, you know, try mm-hmm. to buy food, go out to dinner. You know Joe, you know those restaurants that you would routinely go to cuz you know two of you could eat for about you know, like under $30. It wasn't the greatest food in the world, but it was just one of those quick stops. You know, Karen, and I this all the time. It's no longer 30 bucks. Yeah. It's like $42. And I'm just like, what the heck happened here? You know what I mean? So Thursday, CPI came out and it was reported 7.2%. 7.2%. Right? We haven't seen those types of numbers in 39 years. It's amazing what's happening there. And there's no indication that it's going to get better. So what does inflation do? It erodes your purchasing power, right? Things cost more money. And if your income doesn't keep pace with inflation, you're falling behind. And there's plenty of people, you know, plenty of people in retirement, they're living on fixed income, and the cost of living adjustments don't really work out that well because as they're giving you a cost of living adjustment on social security, they're increasing your Medicare costs by double the amount. It's just a crazy game. And, and, you know, again, here at Thrive, our goal is to help get people aware and not just, get, you know, talk about the problems, but talk, you know, get problems to become possibilities. So, inflation is one of the headwinds. Another one is taxes, right? Brett said earlier in, in his segment, $30 trillion of debt that the country's in that we're about to cross. And, you know, Brett says this in his seminars, um, that doesn't include the unfunded social security pension fund, uh, and then federal pensions. Right. So if we add those back in, what do we think it's at?
4: At another 10%. Yeah. Just
2: crazy numbers. Right. So we've got, you know, that the reason I bring that debt up is it's got to be paid at some particular point. The only place that they're going to go do that is to the consumer, us Americans, right? Good, hardworking people. They're going to just tax us to the hilt. Taxes are going up, folks. Uh, It may not happen this month. It may not happen this year. But during retirement, it's going to go up. We also, it's so routine for us today when we do these complimentary consultations that we see people that when we ask them the question, Hey, did you win the, the gene pool, the DNA pool, right? Like mom and dad, right? We're sitting with you as a couple, you're in your mid sixties. Um, you know, tell me about your folks. Yeah, they're still alive. They're in their nineties, they're kicking, they're traveling, they're like holy smokes, you know what I mean? So longevity is another one of those headwinds. A lot of times we're only planning, you know, for that 82, 83, 84 number. And the chances are, you know, there's a twenty five percent chance that, you know, if you're a married couple, age sixty five, one of you's getting to age ninety two, or right, that's a fifty percent chance. That's a and then a twenty five percent chance one of you's getting to ninety five. Yeah? yeah? Holy smokes. So longevity's an issue.
1: That's where my wife's getting. I think she's getting up to
2: 95. Yeah. She won the gene pool. And here's the thing. Whether you're right or wrong, you still have to plan for it. Yeah. That's the big part. Yeah. And then the last headwind is market conditions. Right? And when it comes to the markets, what I see when I talk to people when they come in for consultation is they got short-term memories. Right? I've been doing this business since 1987. I got in this business and the market crashed. I'm not sure if I caused it you know, Black Monday, 507 points uh, in one day. Um, that's when I started in the business. So I saw that market crash. And then I saw many market crashes in 92, 93. And then if you all remember Y2K, right, the year 2000, the dot-com bubble bust, that happened in 2000. And then 2007 through 2009, we had the biggest financial calamity of the country's ever experienced. Close to what the the, you know the Great Recession, not the Great Depression, but the Great Recession, almost collapsed our, industry, our, our entire economy. And then you know, we had a couple of little things in '14, and then all of a sudden, right 2020, we got this pandemic, brought down the markets. But the markets are all-time highs. there's a lot of volatility going on right now, but we forget about those. And that's OK that we forgot about them, because for most of us listening right now, we were working during those years. We were contributing to our 401ks, our IRAs, our SEPs, and all that. We weren't using the money, so we didn't really care. But when you get to retirement and you're no longer contributing, but you're deducting money out of those accounts, if it's happening during declining market conditions, it's not a slow, gradual decline of your asset balances. It's like falling off a cliff. And when the government decides that they're going to make you take money out through that required minimum distribution, if you have not done proper tax planning, which may incorporate the strategy of doing Roth conversions, not only doing Roth conversions, but finding strategies that by creating your own tax bill via that Roth conversion how to offset that tax bill using advanced strategies like we use here at Thrive. That's our secret sauce. That's our magic wand. We show people how to do Roth conversions. They go, Dave, I don't want to do too much of a Roth conversion because where am I going to find the money to pay the bill? What if we can show you a way where you can possibly dramatically reduce that tax bill or even possibly eliminate it? Would you then want to consider doing a bigger Roth conversion? And that's why people come and see us. They go, geez, you guys have really figured this thing out. But I want to talk about the market because that's what's important. So many people... I sat with a couple this week. They just retired. They just sold their business. And we did a risk-alized report. A risk-alized report is where we assess the tolerance level of that couple, right? Where do you start getting nervous if you were to lose a certain amount of money? We want to know that number. And we do it... Um, it's not theoretical for us. It's very clinical. We do a behavioral questionnaire, very different than most, and we end up with a numeric value between one and a hundred. One, the money's buried in the backyard in a cookie jar. There's no risk whatsoever. One hundred, you know, you're at Park Casino three nights a week, right? This couple that are in their late sixties, they came in at an eighty-three right? So way out on the end of being risky, very growth-oriented. They don't have a pension. They have small social security checks, and they are heavily reliant on this investment pool of money that they have. Well, when you're in 83, it really means you own a lot of stocks, whether it's mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, or individual stock, equities, things that are invested in the market. Now, long-term, spectacular. But I mentioned four market corrections in my career that were all in excess of 50% reductions with an average time of six and a half years to get back where they were pre-market correction. I hope people heard that. Now, what we experienced in 20, where the market came roaring back the way is completely unprecedented. And chances are, we'll never see that again. Okay. So as I review, like as I've been thinking about this as we came to, you know, we just kind of started I guess we're a little into February, but I've been kind of thinking about the past 3 years. And you know, the markets really have this ability to dis- disappoint a great number of people. And what I mean by that is most times people get surprised by the markets both ways. Surprised when they go down, surprised when they go up as fast as they do. So I want to go back over the past 3 years. Um, think about this, 2019. In December of 2018, the S&P during the month had dropped by negative 20%. And that decline ended up culminating with what if you remember they called it the Christmas Eve plunge where the market came down 2.7% in one particular day. And as you would expect, very few investors were optimistic about 2019 because of the way we ended up finishing 2018. So even with that pessimism that happened, the S&P 500 returned 31% in 2019. Big surprise, right? Like I said earlier, right? it surprises us a lot of times. Now, 2020, after the market's incredible performance in 2019, nobody could have guessed that 2020 was going to be the year that it was, right? The S&P fell 34% in 33 days. It was the fastest bear market decline in the history of the stock market. It caught everybody off guard completely. It was the most surprising market response, but it was immediately followed up by one of the greatest rises, right? So, we had the fastest bear market going down by 34% in 33 days. And at the end of 2020, despite what everybody thought, the S&P still returned 18% rate of return. Okay? Now, 21, right? So, we just finished up 21 a month and a half ago. Very few people anticipated the following Corporate profit margins near all-time highs. Right? People if you remember, right, 2020, people laid off, company, nobody's working, you know, restaurants are going out of business, all this other stuff. But the corporations were still at all-time highs as far as profit margins. Profit margins. Charge us more, right? They they won that way. GDP, gross domestic product, right? The productivity of the country at an all-time high. Household net worth near all-time highs. Interest rates near all-time lows. The S&P, during 21, closed at new record highs 69 times and ended up up 28% for the year, despite what everybody would have thought would have happened, real estate market collapse, right? Stock market collapse. We would have never thought what happened in 21 happened. But what does the future bring? We're seeing a lot of things that are being written on the wall right now that we got to be thinking about. So I just share that so people kind of understand that we get surprised by the market, but for most people, it ends up being very disappointing. So, I would say, you know, give us a call, 215 798 9088. Maybe get a risk-alized report, see where your tolerance level is, take a look at what your, what your um, portfolio looks like, and let's talk about where the future might lie.
1: Decisions you make today, you realize tomorrow. Great show today from David Bazaar, Karen Bazaar, and Brett Elam. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show. 215-798-9088, and I'm going to take 10 more seconds before I say goodbye to encourage you to go to thrivefinancialservices.com and download or receive the free ebook, 150 pages, Reinventing Retirement. That's going to do it on behalf of David, Karen, and Brett, and all of our listeners. I'm Joe Kraus.
0: And so you know, no statements made during Roadmap to Retirement, the radio show, shall constitute tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own legal or tax professional on any such matters. information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investment, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk, and unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed here. David Bizarre, Brendan, Lim, and Karen Bizarre of Thrive Financial Services